This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Have you seen this uh, Italian piece of artwork that sold for over $20,000 Canadian, Jim? I, I guess technically. I think I, I guess I have. So this is kind of in the same realm as that guy who taped a banana to the wall with duct tape and <laughs> called it art. This is worse. At least you had a banana. This is nothing. A guy has used the, the medium uh, nothing to create a piece of artwork. Is that what it is? I haven't seen I haven't seen the picture. Is it just nothing? It's him standing in front of a pedestal. It's an Italian artist standing in front of a pedestal with nothing on the pedestal. And that's it. The artwork is titled Io Sono, which translates to I am. Finds its form in its own nothingness. The vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy. And even if we empty it and there is nothing left, that nothing has weight. This like, this reminds Somebody me of like, you it. didn't do your English project for your teacher, and then so you try to come up with an excuse. Actually, my project is the lack of a project. <laughs> like, dude, you did nothing. I don't care how much you explain nothing. It's literally a, it, it's a square box with no, I don't even know if you get the pedestal. <laughs> like the thing that it's, I don't think you get that. Because I was reading, it says the lucky buyer went home with a certificate of authenticity and a set of instructions which say it must be displayed in a private house in a roughly five by five foot space free of obstruction. So when you have it, the way you display it is just make sure you have an empty space in your house does the room need to be temperature controlled as well for <laughs> this nothing so. you get the lasers you know uh security <laughs> right. system around it you don't want Catherine zeta jones and her butt <laughs> trying to steal that thing sliding under yeah. those lasers good luck yeah you can handle the lasers but try grabbing nothing <laughs> yeah that's where the plan falls <laughs> apart <laughs> what the Oh, it was the best planned art heist in history. How did things go wrong? I just can't pick it up. Oh, oh mama. Down by the river. You know I'm a sinner. Oh, a sinner for love. Oh, it's cartoon covers. Yeah, Taz and Jim listeners going to sing like cartoon characters, try and win some Glorious Sons tickets. Our first contestant is Sean. Hi, Sean. Hey, what's up? Not much. Jim, could you please leave the room? Sean's going to tell us which cartoon character he is going to try to impersonate. Jim is now out in the hallway. He can't hear us. If he guesses who you are, we give you tickets to the show. Glorious Sons, J.J. Wild in February. Plus, you're going to get hotel accommodation at the Delta Armories. Okay? Okay. Who are you going to sing like? I'm going to embarrass myself and try for Eeyore, but it's worth the tickets if I get it. <laughs> Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Yep. The sad mule. That's my only goal is uh, to be as sad as I can. Okay. <laughs> Cheer everyone up on a Friday morning here. Okay, Jim can hear <laughs> us. Be quiet. Don't say anything. Uh, you got your headphones on there, Jim? Jim, you there? Yep. Hello? Hey. Okay. Sean, take it away. Okay. Yeah, they sent the tax man. I lost my job and you got hooked on Oxycontin. They shut the lights off. They took my car, bought a shot off shotgun. 
Okay. I have no money. Jim? <sighs> okay, I got to think of the most depressed cartoon character of all time, <laughs> which leads me to believe you're doing an Eeyore impression? Come on! Yes! Winnie yes! the Pooh's Eeyore! That's yes! simple! Yeah, uh, Sean, I'm happy for you, but that was not a great Eeyore impression. That was the worst ever. I'm just it was, it was totally honest. Bad. It was terrible. And I'm just looking at the list of contestants we had lined up to do other voices, and uh, I'm disappointed hey man, we I, don't well, get to I hear them. I chose it. It was the most depressed character I could think of that I could sort of imitate. But boy, <laughs> does really. Eeyore go good with the sawed-off shotgun it, song. It honestly I sounds know, like it was written by Eeyore. <laughs> Do it again. Put everything you got into it. it Come on. Yeah, well, listen, if you want the tickets and the hotel room, you got to do it one more time. You got to make me embarrass myself one more time. All right, we'll see how it goes this time. (sighs) Yeah, they sent the tax, man. I lost my job, and you got hooked on Oxycontin. Oh, bother. Shut the lights off. They took the car in. I bought a sawed-off shotgun. Don't do it, Eeyore. It's not worth it, buddy. Eeyore. It was for this, though, wasn't it? It sure was. You got plenty to live for. Eeyore. I mean, Sean, you're going to see Glorious Sons and J.J. Wild. Tickets yes. go on sale this morning at 10 o'clock. If you want to buy tickets, you can get them at BudweiserGardens.com. I want to read a post that I saw on Facebook the other day here. A gentleman named Andy wrote this. This may seem very random, but very important to me, and I'd like to share. I'm having a very difficult day today and for the past week for obvious reasons that my good friends and family know about. So I was driving in my car this morning, listening to FM 96, and as I broke down in tears, I thought to myself, I could really hear Eddie Vedder's voice right now. I could use a Pearl Jam song to get me through this moment. And the universe listened. Within seconds, Alive by Pearl Jam came on FM 96. Wow, I thought to myself, the universe does work in mysterious ways. Such a fitting song during a very difficult time as Eddie Vedder sings, I'm Still Alive. For some reason, I just wanted to share this as life has been very difficult, but we got to keep going and have faith in the universe. I like to think that what we put out is what we receive. Have a great day, everyone. Andy, I hope the good vibes that you're putting out there come back at you. Okay, buddy? Uh, Stay strong. Whatever you're going through, it'll pass, and, and hopefully you're in a better place sooner than later. Jim, you and I got a little boost to the self-esteem yesterday. It was ratings day. Mm-hmm. This is where we get a snapshot of uh, of how many people are listening to the Taz and Jim show. And it turns out a lot. So thank you, guys. Appreciate and girls. It. Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate the listeners in London on FM 96. Y108 in Hamilton, thank you for tuning in. I know we're new to the market, and you've got lots of choices. So if you've stuck with us, we truly appreciate that. And also our listeners in Kitchener-Waterloo on Dave Rocks. Thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. Our bosses were happy, so we're happy. Mm-hmm. It's been like over a year. They, could, they didn't do ratings. They usually do it twice a year. They didn't do it in the fall because of COVID. They couldn't get... Uh, enough people surveyed or however they do it. and Mm -hmm. So we've been waiting a long time. Uh, We weren't sure if you guys are still out there, but you are. (laughs)
We still have a job, thankfully for us. For us. Some people are shaking their heads wondering how that's possible. <laughs> oh, good for you. But thank you for listening to the show. We do, we know that you can listen to anything. There's so many options out there. And the fact that you've chosen us, it, it's not lost on us. So thank you for that. So I, I thought, Jim, you and I were going to have a little celebration yesterday. I invited you out to watch me play croquet in my croquet league. And uh-huh. you... You were a no-show. I know, I know. I got caught up with some, we got some news yesterday that we're getting a dog, our second dog. Oh, it's it's coming through, huh? It came down like last minute. I don't know if somebody bailed and then like, so now we were called into the wings, but we're picking it up Saturday. It's happening. Tomorrow, we are going to pick up our second dog. So we wrote down a list of names and we had a source like a... A crate and a bunch of stuff, so we were we were hard at her yesterday. What kind of dog are you getting? Uh I believe it's a it's a lab. I don't want to say a red lab. A red lab, I think. Red. We were going for white or red. We already have a black lab, so we we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Yeah, but... you don't need two black labs, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Mm-hmm. So it's from the same farm or place that Bruce the dog came from. Reputable place in Arthur, Ontario. Can't That's exciting, that man. Place, so you're yeah. driving out there. I was, I was, I was going to get mad at you for not <laughs> coming to my croquet game like you're my mom. <laughs> you didn't watch me play my soccer game, mom. I thought you loved me. <laughs> But that's a that's a great excuse. Yeah, I know you've been thinking about this for a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're excited, little girl. We have some names. I'm not going to say we have a list of three names. I'm not going to reveal the name yet. Have you gonna... seen the dog in person? No. I think you need to see the dog in person before you give it its name. Yeah, you I gotta think so You got to get a sense too. of its personality, right? Yeah, I'm not really sure how it works. They sent us, you know, some videos and pictures of the litter. And some have, some of these red labs, they have like white paws and some don't. Mm. So my girlfriend really wants the white paw one. Socks? Boots? Boots? Bootsy? Boots on the list? Bootsy? Boots. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just called my dog Buttes? Buttes <laughs> would be a great name <laughs> for a dog. Name. Hey, Buttes. Hey, Buttes. <laughs> Buttesy uh, Collins. I, uh, one of the guys at Croquet, Colin, you know my pal Colin, mm-hmm. he's getting a new dog as well, and we were talking about possible names, and I suggested one. It was kind of a joke, but he really liked it, and I, I'm hoping it's made it onto his list as what? a front runner. Well, I don't know, because what if you both love it and you want to... Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, I'll whatever. tell you. I'm going to steal it from him if it's really good. McGruber. Not bad. Call your dog McGruber, and then you can call him Groobs. Groobs or Mac. What's up, Groobs? Groobs. <laughs> Come here, Groobs. Just please don't give it any celery. <laughs> well, congratulations to you and Sarah. That's so exciting. Yeah, we'll post some pics this weekend, uh, retweet it. Uh, and next week, you'll let us know what you name the dog. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you dropped this bombshell on us that you're getting your second dog tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Going to pick it up in uh, Arthur, Ontario. We got a message here from Tanya. It says, hey, Jim, congratulations. Nice shout out to Copper's Lane in Arthur, Ontario. That's the one. Cooper's Lane. Cooper's Lane. Yeah. Uh, what if you name your new dog Sally? You've already got Bruce, and Bruce and Sally sounds like a cute couple. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. You could play off the Bruce thing. Yeah, we were gonna, like, we wanted. We were thinking it literally about naming it Goose. Bruce, Bruce and, and Goose. Goose. <laughs> you could name the new dog Peninsula. 
or Lee. We got another suggestion saying Lee, like Bruce Lee. Yeah. Campbell. Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell, if you're an Evil Dead fan. Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was a male dog, Wayne. Some more suggestions here. Name it Millhouse. That's a fun dog name. <laughs> name the dog D for D for dog. <laughs> the laziest dog name ever. D Can't even dog. say D. You're going to say uh, dog. Josie is what we named our dog. That's a cute name. Yeah. Gloria's Sons fans there, I think. Mike and his his family. Um, my dog, we just had to put my dog down. Her name was Gracie. Best dog name ever. That's from Bill. Nice one. Sorry to hear about your dog, bud. Absolutely. Uh, what about this one? I think you should name your new dog Shark and then take him to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> shark! Come yeah, here, Shark! That would be a fun once, maybe. <laughs> I think your mom will like this comment. Here's a text message. Jim, forget about the second dog. It's about time you had some kids. Did you text that? <laughs> no, I swear. Sounds like something Taz would say, to be honest. <laughs> no. I didn't text that. Every time my girlfriend brings up having kids, I just say, let's get another dog, and she gets, forgets about it for six months. There you go. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Jim's going to have 14 dogs in about five years. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, peacock, Yeah, here cock, is Devin Peacock, peacock our sports cock, guy from Global peacock, News Radio. Dev. Hey, guys. We got a couple quick stories here to get to. Let's start with uh, the NBA playoffs. It's the end of an era. Yeah, LeBron James and the Phoenix Suns uh, ended their first-round series last night with Phoenix beating LeBron. This is the first time LeBron has lost in the first round of the playoffs, and his elimination means for the first time since 2010, the NBA Finals will not feature either LeBron James or Steph Curry. Wow. So who do they have in there? There's still Giannis. There's uh, Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. Uh, Denver is still kicking. Uh, the Utah Jazz are still going. I mean, Chris Paul with the Phoenix Suns, I think, are probably going to be uh, one of the uh, stories where a lot of people are going to be rallying behind them. Chris Paul's never uh, won an NBA title. I think a lot of people are going to be getting on the Phoenix Suns bandwagon. Before the Raptors became uh, a, a team in the NBA, I was a Phoenix Suns fan with Charles Barkley and Dan Marley and Hot Rod Williams, and so I you know. Formerly Steve I, Nash. Steve Nash, even then, yeah, too. I mean, so I'd like to see uh, the Suns do well. I have no rooting interest here, but if the Phoenix Suns were to go all the way and Chris Paul were to uh, get an NBA title, that'd be cool to see. Let's switch gears to hockey, and the Winnipeg Jets are going to be without one of their star players for the next few games. Mark Scheifele has been handed a uh, four-game suspension for charging uh, Jake Evans on Wednesday. And four games in the playoffs for your first defense shows how seriously the NHL uh, took this. This was a bad hit. Paul Maurice tried to play this off yesterday as just being a heavy hit. Well, it was heavy. It was also illegal, and he deserved to be suspended. Four games seems about right to me. You think this could have a major effect on the series and, and give the Habs an advantage? I think so. They've got a whole lot of momentum going their way right now. I know all the uh, analytics guys don't really believe in momentum, but these types of things can galvanize a team even more so than uh, beating the Leafs the way they did coming back from a 3-1 deficit. I think the Montreal Canadiens are in a good spot right now, and Mark Shifley is a major part of the Winnipeg Jets' offense, so could be a major trouble for the Jets here. Uh, are you telling me we got to play this thing here, Jim? We got to do it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
What happened? You've been preoccupied with the Taz and Jim Facebook page this morning, Jim. What's well, going just, on? I just love when people overreact to like an innocent joke or take an uh, you know a simple joke and they take it in the worst way possible and try to be offended over something fairly innocuous. This is a, a a meme I found on Reddit yesterday. It's very simple. It's a picture of Adam Sandler from The Waterboy sitting in class, and above it it says, "Kids next year, kids next year after being homeschooled." Quote. But mama said, but my mama said, it's a simple right. meme, you know, it's got 191 likes, 54 shares. It's a joke. Yeah, because we all, you know, we're all thrust into this position. Well, every parent where, you know, you have no experience being a teacher. I'm sure we've, a lot of us have lied to our kids. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I got a call from my kid's school yesterday asking why he didn't check in for the second half of his, his day. And they were concerned with his absence. I'm like... Well, he's at home, so don't be too concerned. <laughs> yeah. He's not here. hooky from home. Um, but uh, we, we're all familiar with the scene from The Water Boy w- yeah. when he's in class there. Here it is. Now, is there anyone here that can tell me why most alligators are abnormally aggressive? Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated Adam Sandler movie, I would say. Yeah, so the kids go back to school and they're going to have to adjust after their parents have been, their teachers, uh, involuntarily yeah. for months and months. Well, then we got this hot take. So you people, well, easy, pump the brakes already. So you people are going to discriminate against homeschool students. Wow, you guys really have priorities. I just showed my child your hate, and that's all she sees. And yes, that's what I taught her. Like, honestly, who makes fun of children and their parents like this? It's so hard these days for humans to show decency. Also, if homeschooling wasn't a choice for some, why make fun of them? You people wonder where hate and bullying has come from? Well, it's never stopped. SMH. I uh I get like we're I understand why people homeschool kids, and I'm not saying if you homeschool your kids you're doing a bad job, but there's a lot of parents who do have no experience homeschooling their kids. They don't want to be homeschooling yeah. their kids. And honestly, they probably they're trying their best, but and I'm sure they're not they're, doing a good job. There may be some misinformation, you know, lost in translation between teacher and student. I will fully admit my child uh, his education has suffered at home because of the teaching that he's been receiving from my wife and me. Yeah. I get it. People are stressed too, especially if you've had kids and then a, a meme sets you off. But I think one of the important things to keep teach your kids if you are homeschooling them is a, to teach them to have a sense of humor and i like how uh well if you saw the grammar in the facebook post as well maybe maybe not the strongest english teacher at home either but uh i mean to call this a me to describe the meme as hate it's just uh you know let's all pull back for a second here and reprioritize i want to see you peacock cock, cock, peacock Time to talk sports here with Taz and Jim, joined by Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. How about that uh, that stare down? Pretty intense. Floyd Mayweather and Jake or Logan Paul? I can't. Even, I don't even want to acknowledge which one of the the brothers it is. It's, it's Logan. Uh, I said, don't do it. 
<laughs> Logan Paul, YouTube sensation, getting in the ring this weekend with one of the greatest boxers, probably the greatest boxer of all time. I am hoping Floyd Mayweather just absolutely beats the stink out of him. And I hope no one watches. I mean, it's Floyd Mayweather. I don't want him to have his pro career marred by this stink. Like, I mean... <laughs> but you, I don't, just, you don't think there's a remote chance that Paul could win this? Paul's looking pretty jacked. I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, he seems to have been uh, put in the work to at least make himself look good, whether that translates into actual skills. I'm more dubious about that. I mean, it's Floyd Mayweather. You would think he is the heavy favorite. You could slip, something weird could happen, anything could happen in the ring. Logan Paul looks to have the weight and height advantage. If you saw them doing the the press thing uh, this week, they, they did a stare down, and Paul was looking down at Floyd Mayweather with his stupid smirk on his face that... He this is, is why people are going to watch. Exactly. Because you want to see that smirk knocked right off of his face. He is 6'2". He's 190 pounds. He's got a longer reach than Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Floyd Mayweather's 5'8 and 160 pounds. So he's giving up, uh, you know, like 4 inches and 30 pounds to Logan Paul. In 20 years. And 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Not to be forgotten, 20 years. But also, I mean... Floyd Mayweather, I mean, he's getting paid a lot of money for this. That's why he's doing this. But he's also saying he is interested in a rematch with Conor McGregor. Does this guy not have enough money? I mean, like, <laughs> at what point is he just going to just walk away? Because, you know, he is 44 years old. Father time does catch up to us all at some point. Why is the fight on a Sunday night? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's people are going to have to pay 50 bucks to watch this on Showtime or Fan Mio, whatever Fan Mio is. On a Sunday, and these fighters will probably get into the ring around midnight. Sure. Have a great not? Monday morning, everybody. I hope Logan Paul just gets absolutely creamed. This is a fun headline. Your future sex robot could be hacked and programmed to murder you. Sexy. A cybersecurity guru named Dr. Nick Patterson of Deakin University in Australia has said that robotic devices can be hacked and the hacker can take over full use of the connections to that robot, including arms, legs, and other attached tools, like in some cases, knives or welding devices. Sounds a little kinky, doesn't it? Attached you can attach a weld. You can attach a MIG talking, welder to your about, sex doll. He's talking about all robots. Oh, okay. That makes a little more sense. Would be sweet though if you had a, a sex a sex doll that you could do it with, and then it would also like uh, repair any any loose welds that you need. <laughs> Slide it under the car to change the oil. That's right. All right. Yeah. Hey, that felt great. Thanks a lot. Here you go. <laughs> if, if the sex toy can murder you. It reminds me of the Austin Powers Fembots. Fembot? This is a total Fembot situation, Jim. 100%. That's why do not put machine guns in the nipples of the sex uh, sex toys. (laughs) Do not put a machine gun in their jumblies. Uh, These robots could be upwards of 200 pounds and very strong. Once a robot is hacked, the hacker has full control and can issue instructions to the robot. The last thing you want is a hacker to have control over one of these robots. Once hacked, they could absolutely be used to perform physical actions or cause damage. Wow. 
That's terrifying. Because I've heard about hacking into Tesla cars or electric cars that are based on computers and then they could like drive you off a cliff. You know, different ways that the somebody could murder you or something. But yeah. this is new. I don't like it. What a way to go. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, I'm not going to judge anybody for having a sex robot, but I... There's a million reasons why you probably shouldn't get one. <laughs> like, just this, add this, this to might, the list. Might be at the top of the list, actually. <laughs> the murdering. It could murder top you. Three. Yeah. What's the advantage of having a sex robot then? If I want to get murdered by someone I sleep with, I've got my wife. <laughs> yeah, I always sure. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure it won't happen. I watch a lot of Dateline NBC. Yeah. But maybe you could be on it someday, Taz. You're a fan? Imagine I'm the first person to get murdered by my sex robot. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.